Stack my coin, stack my coin, stack my coin, stack my coin, Bitcoin, Litecoin, Ether, 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 and go from there, possibly start live sessions as well. We'll see how this goes, but welcome and thank you for joining me. And so today we're going to be taking the first six questions. I'm trying to keep it crypto related for right now, but I think a couple of the questions that I got in were not directly crypto related, but we're going to do them anyway. Uh, so let's get right into it. The first question from my man L. Gooch out there on YouTube. He asks, you've mentioned your past history as a creator of Algos. Can you talk more in depth about your tech history and what skills would one need to work in the tech world to create trading algorithms? So you, you don't really need to be in the tech world to create algorithms. You really need to be more of a have a stronger mathematic and statistical and programming background over anything else. You know, um, I started trading um, about 10, 11 years ago at this point. I didn't start off trading with algorithms. I didn't, I didn't create any algorithms initially. I was just trying to figure out how to trade manually. And really that's what you have to become a first, a good manual TA or technical analysis trader because you need to be able to understand how to develop trading systems in your brain and, and do it manually you know what i mean analog style it has to be because you got to understand how systems work you got to understand the nature of trading systems you have drawdowns you have to model your trading systems to mitigate those drawdowns as much as possible when i mean by drawdowns i mean you have periods where your account will trade you you'll basically hit a losing streak and so those losing streaks, um, you try to weed those out of your system, whatever your system is. So many people probably think trading systems means you're doing it all automatically. No, your trading system is whatever set of criteria you pick to give you an entry and exit point, right? So if it's, I'm just gonna use something real simple. If the simple moving average crosses on, you know, like a 20 simple moving average crosses a 100 moving uh, average, then that means you, you're going long, right? And then vice versa, if it crosses downward, then you're going short. I mean, that's a very simple way of describing what a trading system is, but it's basically a set of criteria that you stick to every time. So with trading, and creating algorithms though you got to understand statistics you got to understand probability because it sounds like that would be easy to, for you to just translate that into some code but it really isn't it's harder to do that than than it than it sounds because when you're talking about a set of code that's or instructions that are going to trade every time the same way now you're talking about no thinking there's no ai involved in this it's just repetition and stacking the odds in your favor over time so you got to have an understanding of statistical analysis uh and you got to have a programming background but most importantly you have to know how to 
you gotta understand how trading systems work the nature of trading systems there is no holy grail trading system that's going to give you guaranteed profits all the time if those systems exist they are held close okay that's a money machine right there for real so you're not going to know about those but you can still make money with a a trading system that's only right 40 percent of the time 30 percent of the time it's all about managing your losses so if you keep your losses small and capitalize on your big wins then you're going to make money over time it's going to be a profitable trading system so i started with to get back to your question though gooch i started trading or creating algorithms in metatrader 4 many of you know that from the forex game i started there try honing my skills the issue with metatrader what i found over time is that the data that i'm using to back test so when you build an algorithm you build it right and then you run it backwards many issues that i found with metatrader is that the data wasn't consistent it would load sir it, it would just change like the the historical data would not be consistent so you'll get varying results from running a back test the same system <laughs> you run it a couple of times you get different results and i'm not going to get into the details of why that's that why that happens um has to do with retracing and, and the granularity of the data it's not that great even when i imported in you know external data not pulling it from the server from some of these brokerage uh houses it still was inconsistent so building algorithms in metatrader was a, a very hard task but moving forward to when i found trading view their pine script language their system is much better is more reliable as far as the data so i use that now and overall much better success with algorithms in trading view than i do with or did with metatrader last year did very well over 300 percent but 2000 19 was horrible starting out the gate from january all the way to july june july it was horrible i took back over 60 percent of my gains from 2018 and the reason is because we had no volatility so think about this you've got an algorithm right and you've got a set of criteria that lets you know to go long to go short whatever well if the markets are going sideways and i mean it was dead in the water in 2000 early 2019 from january to july whatever number of indicators you use i use a kind of complex i wouldn't say very complicated because there are some guys out there some quant guys that are really pushing the envelope on you know trading and, and, and getting signals and knowing when to go long and short and all of that but fairly sophisticated technique that i use uh to develop my algorithms but those algorithms they're going to give you false signals they're going to go long go short if the market is flat it's going to keep going back and forth so when you trade going back and forth um you're losing because first commission if i'm not making money even if i get out at the same price i got in I'm still losing money because of the spread the commission so those are the things. that's why i can't say there's a holy grail for 
any trading system because markets change and you have to just capitalize on when you do have volatility in price action meaning you know you get a, a good swing up and down and it's just not sitting still or low volume that was another issue in 2000 early 2019 we barely had volume so when there's lack of liquidity and volume you really see the whales manipulate the markets because they can see where everyone's orders are and because there's no liquidity they can really move the market up and down really quickly to do stop losses stop loss hunting um and get knock people out of the market so yeah that's kind of uh my whole thing with trading algorithms creating it you gotta have a pretty good programming background you gotta have a statistical background understand how to manage and and uh assess statistical data and trends and probabilities all that good stuff and lastly you've got to and the most important thing you've got to know how to trade you've got to know how to develop trading systems manually or in, on an analog level so it's a lot man it's a lot that goes into that the four again the three main components being a, a, a strong trading background a pro a strong programming background and a strong background in statistics and analyzing stats and stuff like that so i hope i'll answer that for you l gooch let's get into the second one and this one is from my man air coins lee out there on youtube he said, it's happened to all of us, so tell us a story of a time you've been wrecked in crypto. I bet it was not selling Litecoin at the top. <laughs> That's funny. Um, man, I mean, I was wrecked back in 2015, 14. You know, when we went through the bear market in, in, in 2014. Because you got to think, I I made a lot of money from 2000, early 2013 late 12 all the way the first you know the, well that was like probably the second or third bull run but the first one i had experience in cryptos so i made a lot of money and what i did was in reinvest that capital into building or creating uh mining rigs so i started with my rig i built myself i built it from scratch it was for mining litecoin surprisingly enough you mentioned litecoin so I, I did very well, made my money back hands over fist, like many times over. But I took that money and then I ended up, because the ASIC game, those are, ASICs are like hardware devices that are specific to one task. ASICs are just not for mining crypto. ASICs have been around for many years doing various mathematical calculations or um, you know things in for maybe like an engineer firm or manufacturing whatever whatever it is there it's a circuitry built specifically for one task so ASIC started coming out for mining cryptos and mining more specifically mining script algorithms because at that point we all thought that it was un, it was impossible to build an ASIC for script algorithms. That was the whole point of script. Because, you know, with Bitcoin at that time, ASICs were already, you know, mining on the SHA-256 algorithm. And so script was coming along to 
keep ASICs out of the game and primarily focus on or allow only GPU miners to mine. And that theoretically at that point, the thinking was that it will keep the mining distribution level. Everyone has a graphics card. So, you know, that would keep things kind of level because even today, we still see this and it was happening. It happened way back then. Mining was concentrated. It was centralized and it is today still. And I can't really show you guys the website because it's down right now, but are we decentralized yet? You know, Bitcoin is still centralized. There are like three or four main entities that mine 50 to 51% of the hashing power of the network. So at any time, if they collude together, it could be a problem. It could be a lot of double spending going on, though, you know, we would see that and make adjustments as a community, most likely, but damage would have already been done. But anyway, that's what ASICs were doing. They were making it very concentrated because, of course, out of China, they were creating the circuits and they were getting first dibs on mining. So they would mine for many months with these new very efficient boards and then they will sell them to the market um but anyway i invested a lot of money in a64 script consensus algorithm coins like litecoin there were many back then um but litecoin was the major one dogecoin and i invested a lot of money in thousands and thousands of dollars into these these boxes i was getting them from gall miners back then those who know what I'm talking about, gall miners. Let's get them from somewhere else as well. And actually, I'm going to show you guys. It's sitting right here in my studio. One of my mining rigs. Quite naturally, is red. This thing is heavy as hell. So, this is one of my rigs, people. As you can see, it's heavy. Gall miners, the Falcon. So I have like four or five of these somewhere. But this one I just brought out once to show you guys. But but yeah, that, that thing is, uh, that's an ASIC. It was doing a lot of um, hash power for the, basically the power output. And that's what ASICs, they help with that. But anyway... When the markets crashed, it became very um, unprofitable to mine. And so I took a big L on those. That's a, that's one for sure. And then also, again, part of mining, I took a huge L in 2017. Uh, going into 18, man, God, I spent even more money on some uh, mining contracts that I, I thought at the, at the time when I purchased them, I won't say the amount in US dollars, but if I had purchased those same contracts at the end of 2017, those mining contracts would have been worth like $300,000. So I purchased them in 2018, middle of 18, um, at a very steep discount. Man, the numbers were gonna be great. I was gonna be making a lot of money a month. And those, man, we hit that downturn and never recovered from that. And man, I lost a lot of money with that as well. So both of those stories come from mining, um, from coins. I mean, I've lost 
here and there, of course. We all have. I'm thinking I'm trying to think of any coins back in the day that I lost on big time. I mean I lost on coins that um, just didn't go anywhere or crashed from the bear markets of 2014 into 15. You know, it was just dead in the water. And it was it got so bad in that period that many of us didn't even check our cryptos for a very long time. You know, like a year, eight months. It was just dead in the water. We thought it was over. And uh, we started to rise again in 16. And that went into 17. And, you know, yeah, man, that is definitely a story. Those two stories, both mining related, where I took a big L. Next question, Tech Geek asks, what mic and headphones do you use or recommend for your videos? Well, this one, this mic is a, I think, Yeti. I don't know what, it's a Yeti, but it's by Blue. It's a Blue mic. Blue make very good mics. Um, when I used to rap and produce and stuff, there was a Blue mic that uh, was like $1,400 back then. But this mic, I don't know, it was like 100 or something. As far as headphones, you can use pretty much any headphones because you're not doing studio quality work when you're recording. You just need something where you can isolate the sound. These are JBLs, I believe. My, the headphones, not as important. The mic, I think you should have a, a good mic and get you a popper too. This helps with P's when you say, you know, when you, you don't hear that pop in it. So it should protect it from those pops when you uh when you're talking so yeah that, that's a good question though next question from a man mick he says with all the phone wallets out there which is the best and safest to have phone wallets wow man back in the day the, the only wallet that was in the play store was this one i can't even remember i have to bring out one of my old phones but it was so unsecure people yeah it was crazy uh but that wallet i don't know if the same person i don't think so it was a different developer that basically used the same source code and created one for litecoin created one for a number of coins back then but um nowadays i use atomic wallet even on the mobile that's pretty good none of them are going to be fully safe um you know your safest route is to go for is like a trezor one of those actual hardware wallets that will you know give you a a couple of layers of protection but atomic wallet is one i use on the mobile uh has this swap function right in it so you can swap between coins if you need to you don't have to send coins to a, an exchange or whatnot so i would suggest man the atomic wallet it's a pretty good one but safe no uh mobile wallet is going to be safe because you have that inherent risk you're, you're you may lose your phone right and so if you don't have your passphrase c phrase backed up and all of that in, in, a, in a secure way that has to be done in a secure way as well then you may run the risk of losing your funds or your funds being stolen next question we've got from my man me he said hey cb what are your favorite indicators on trading view to use when trading alts also what will you be trading besides cryptos in 2020 good question me i think um i don't use indicators bro i do not use indicators all i use and i have a, a trading course 
that explains how to trade with no indicators it is actually the best way to trade and it what it does is it forces you to be patient and wait for the market to come to you indicators are normally what's called lagging indicators so that means that it's reacting to the the price movement of an asset after the fact so it's giving you the go signal if you want to call it after something happens so that means if something changes in the direction then you're going to get the signal to go the other way late okay or even if you're going long you're going to get it late and what happens is indicators give you a false sense of security so it makes you think that oh the cross or oh, whatever indicators the macd cross below this up oh, it's time to buy it, it, it helps it can help but is is not if you take your strategy and that's what i'm saying this is the great thing about algorithms because you can take your strategy make it into a program and back test it you can paper trade as well you can back test manually but it's much quicker to do it with a program uh a programmed version of your trading system so you can see all the times that it's it gives you false signals because most of these indicators are gonna give you a whole bunch of false signals if that were the case then everyone would be using it and if everyone used that certain indicator then it wouldn't work anymore so you you have to have an edge right if you don't have an edge in the market then it won't work for you so just think about that if you if there's an indicator that you think that just is 100% right or 80% right I'm sure most other traders know about that indicator as well and that's the good thing about algorithms is that I'm able to bring in let's just say I'm just gonna say it put out a number a hundred different indicators merge them together and figure out those little minute inconsistencies where I'm seeing price change versus the algorithms or the indicators merging at a certain point so you wouldn't be able to do that with your eyes right if you had a hundred different indicators on your screen it will take you forever to figure out if this one lined up with this one and all the checks are there so again the best way to manually trade is to use no indicator I know it sounds crazy and I'm not saying that you know moving averages don't help but they give you so many false signals it may work that one time or that second time or third time but if you take that same whatever you use to say I'm gonna go long here if you program that and back test it you'll see how wrong it is right so I hope that helps you no indicators for me homie um, also he asks what am I trading besides cryptos in 2020 I think I'm gonna get into options trading equities I've never been an options guy I should have been the only options I ever really traded were FX options and those were bull spreads and binary options not traditional American uh, American options so that's something I think I'm gonna try to pick up on in 2020 next question we have a man better days he says where to get bitcoin without using a coinbase kraken a non-kyc platform good question i think i actually talked about this or i know for sure i tweeted one place is an uh a, an extension a chrome extension called squirrel and i'm gonna pull it up right now um if you go to telosfoundation.io slash downloads you'll see the telos 
wallets that they um they recommend but the one i want you to look at is squirrel that's s-q-r-l you're able to right from there with a debit card or credit card purchase i think 250 dollars a day in cryptos so check them out you can buy telos you can buy eos i think you can buy bitcoin but telos is a sister chain of eos very good sister chain to be honest with you their governance is straight they've got that locked down because they're a smaller organization or network they're able to pivot and make moves and and do things way better than eos can at this juncture so i definitely suggest you guys support telos and get some of those coins they're going to be worth a lot i think in the near future but that's pretty much it ladies and gents thank you for joining me on this first episode of ask the block hope you enjoyed it if you want to participate in the future just drop me a question with the hashtag ask cb and i'll add it to the queue i'm gonna see it probably do six questions per episode so be patient with me on that all right your boy crypto blood and uh, i'm out of here holla